and I'll tell you guys since we're since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to the Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 72. In this episode, we will be discussing episode 3 from Netflix Shadow and Bone, The Making at the Heart of the World. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our brilliantly dark queen of the written word, Lee Bardugo. Moisavayenyi, casters! Hello! Woohoo! We got some Liz in the cities! We do! First off, we have Marabin, Australia! Oh my god, that sounds gorgeous. I know. I've always wanted to go to Australia. Me too. I've never been. Yeah. I don't know if I'll Same. ever make it. But Let's go. Someday. Yeah. And next, we have South Esk, Canada. So, whew! Thank go. you guys so much. Yes, it means a lot. It, 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 I can't even say it. Like, it means so much you listeners out there because we would be nowhere with this without you guys so and i also love hearing when you guys hear your city and you come back and you're like i know you said my city and it's just because it's so much fun for us and to know that it's fun for you to hear it too it just oh makes my life exactly and we'll get we had a message and we'll get to that at the end so uh, for those of you that want to support our podcast a little more and reap the rewards, we now have Patreon. Woo. Each tier will receive a video from us and exclusive access to a new segment, Grisha Cast After, where we talk a little bit about the Grishaverse and a lot about being best friends. There are also tiers that grant you a co-producer and even a co-host status. Woo. Check us out at patreon.com forward slash GreasyCast to follow the link or follow the link at GreasyCast.com. And we actually just put out a video, Learning Ravkin with yes. us. Yes. Bringing it back Sesame Street style. <laughs> so. <laughs> Brought to you by. This special, special episode, we have a guest. Oh, my goodness. So I would like to introduce everybody to our friend. Kayla. Yay, Kayla. Hi. Are you there, Kayla? Can you hear me? There we go. <laughs> it's gotcha. okay. We can hear you now. So um, before we get started, what pronouns do you prefer, honey? Oh, we missed that. For some reason, the video, the sound is out. Okay. We can't hear you. We are having technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. So, me now. There we go. Hi. Okay. Are you there? Okay. Something's going on. Uh. Okay. I. We're gonna have to cut this, probably. Right. Chris. Okay. So Kayla's back. Can you hear me? Okay, we can hear you. Okay. Oh my gosh. Talk again. One more time. <laughs> she, her. My Yay! Okay. So, you know what? We ain't gonna cut that. That's life. We're all full of difficulties. So, well, we're so glad to have you, Kayla. Yes, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I love you guys. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. We love you for listening. So, you've got a question for us. Yes, I do. Um, 
So the Grishaverse is a really big, expansive world, and it's, there's a lot going on in it. So I was just kind of wondering what you guys thought of how the um, the showrunners kind of put like um, like introduced Ravka and the rest of the countries. And because I've kind of heard if people are just watching the show and haven't read the books, it's kind of confusing. I'm just wondering what how you guys think that they pulled it off. I agree 100% with you um, that um, I think it's very complicated um, the way that it was introduced because I don't think it was introduced well. Um, in the books, we get the map, we get the list of the orders, and I feel like as you're reading, especially the very first book, you start to get introduced into what Grisha are. I feel like in the show it kind of just kind of slipped because I it, it's hard to understand that the Fjordans are enemies. Why are they enemies? Who are Fjordans? Where is, like, I mean, there's no map they showed. I wish that, I wish that they kind of had, like, a Game of Thrones entrance, you know, um, where they showed all the different places. That would have kind of helped um, for people because I know that since we all love it, we know exactly what they're talking about. For people that haven't seen the show, I bet that was pretty confusing. So I am, um, yeah. Do you have something? So in the beginning, one of the first shots we see is the map. And they talk about how you have to go through the fold. You can't go around it because those are enemy, that's enemy territory. Right. But you can't see what the countries are. Right. On that map, so you have no idea like what those countries are. So we just know that they're so it's that Ravka's in a tight spot. That's all we know. And then um the next thing we hear is um is the is that she is Suli. Right. And She's... that they are the enemy. Yeah. But we don't know where it is. We have no idea anything about it. We just know that she looks no, she it's not Suli. It's Shu. 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 Um, and then um, we hear Mal talk about Ketterdam because, like, to him, like, the way that he says it, it sounds like Vegas. He's talking oh, yeah. about, like, parties and and uh, gambling. Yep. Um, and then at some point we hear that once you get to Ketterdam, you can go anywhere in the world. Yep. So we know that that is kind of like a jump-off place. I'm hitting the mic. Um, and then I think the other thing is when the Fjordans come in, the Druskella, when they go to, when they, um, attack the oh, carriage, okay. yeah, like that's not explained really at that point. So my partner is like, who are these people? Why are they doing this? And I'm like, they're Fjordans. And he's like, what? So, because again, when they showed the map in the beginning about who's an enemy, if they would have just explained that the Fjordan people <laughs> are an enemy, then when the Fjordans came in, it would have made a lot of sense really quickly. You have to keep watching for quite a while for them to be like, they're trained Grisha killers Drusella, and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they did a great job. Like they listed several countries. It just wasn't introduced well. No. And it's all kind of just like thrown kind of like confetti at you like good luck and it's Yay. confusing because like we we learn in the books easily like i mean how different those countries are like mm -hmm. fjordans think the druskella specifically like they think of them as abominations and then like the shuhan think literally like they just want to experiment on grisha and use their blood and body parts as like things to like help cure them so like and 
It's just that's not explained, and I think that would have been they could have they didn't even have to put up a map. They could have done one of those Star Trek things, you know, where like just listing like by the way before this show starts. <laughs> so we're in Ravka, the main place where Grisha are safe, but that's the only place, you know. Yurt is above them, and they hate them. And Shuhan below. Yeah, it it could have been done better. I definitely agree, and I still think that there are like. Have you seen the whole show? Have you watched all of it? Of course you have, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I still feel like there are some parts of the show itself with characters that have that are very disconnected from the story that probably are very hard for people that are just trying to get to be a part of the show to understand. And I think it's great. I feel like they focused filming this show for the fans. And we love that and we get it. But especially when Nina comes along, people that don't know, like, the story, like, who, what is this scene? Who is this? What? So I I caught on to that more the second time around. Yeah, it's. But the first way through, I'm like, that's kind of disjointed. But anyway, what do you we're think? talking about the countries. Yeah, I agree. The the feared and attack in, I think, episode two, it is. That's what I had in mind, too. It's like. We don't know who these people are and like why they're attacking, but <clears throat> I feel like they get there eventually in explaining a little bit more, but just definitely in the beginning, it definitely seems disjointed. Yeah, it could have it could have definitely been done better. Do you um do you have a favorite part of the um the books? Since we like I mean, what like so you've read all have you read all the Grishaverse books? I have, yes. Okay, awesome. Read Rule of Wolves. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lives of Saints? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. You're my hero. Okay. Um, so is there, um, just out all, out of all of them, I know this is like a really quick question and just out of nowhere, but do you have a favorite book or a favorite part? Um, Six of Crows is definitely my favorite book. Okay. Favorite part? Character. Um, Character and part. Maybe that might be easier. Inej is probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, so really any of her scenes. Do you feel like you have a... Oh, I'm sorry. I I spoke over you. Say that last part. Her inner monologues are really good, too. Yeah. Do you feel a connection to Inej? Yeah. Yeah, because she's very quiet, um, very reserved. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She's just very... She's a very normal and relatable character. I like that about her. Absolutely. Did you read Six of Crows first, or did you start at Shadow and Bone? I wanted to start at Six of Crows because it sounded really awesome. Right. But I started reading about the Grisha, and I'm like, okay, I need to go back to the beginning <laughs> and find out what this all is first. So, yeah. Yeah, I did start with the trilogy first. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, I did the same thing. I think it's the not the best way. The Everybody logical. can do different things, but like, it made sense for me. Because I feel like after reading Six of Crows, I feel like knowing the history of the Shadow and Bone trilogy, I would have been really confused. I would, and I would have wanted to know all those little things because that's the geeky part of me that loves. I love the history. I love the backstory. Like, they think Alina's dead. Yeah. When you get to Six of Crows, they think that she's dead. So if you started there. that, you wouldn't know the real story. And then if you went on to Rule of Wolves, yeah. then you'd You're be like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> so, um, what part of the Grisha order do you think you'd be part of? 
uh, material guide. Oh, go girl. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, it would be to manipulate people's bodies. I just feel like being able to make stuff really easily would be the most practical. So. And safe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you would be the most safe, <laughs> to be honest. So, um, well, that's awesome. What do you think um, we can expect? Do you, like, in the next season, do you have any thoughts or is there something you want to see? We haven't obviously gotten told that season two will happen. We're yeah. all very hopeful that it will. Oh, but it's going to happen. Is there um, something you're very excited and looking forward to? Well, obviously excited for Nikolai because he's very entertaining. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be there. Um, as far as the Six of Crows characters and storylines, I really have no idea where they'll go from here, if they'll try to make new stuff or kind of go into the Six of Crows plot. But whatever yeah. they do, I'll like it, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm going to love it too. Terry and I were talking. It's The one thing that I think is going to be a problem is the timeline. Um, yeah. especially with like, cause I mean, if they do the next season and it's Siege and Storm, you can't do the Six of Crows story. Because Six of Crows happens like three to five years after Ruin and Rising. I mean, I wonder if there's any, like, I mean, even though that's just timeline change, is there any dramatic thing? Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they take things out. I just, that's one thing that'd be interesting to see. I, I love that Lee Bardugo is a huge part of all this. So I trust her and yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Well, keep an eye out for our stuff. We are coming up with a new website and one of my favorite things is um, quizzes that you can take. So we are creating <laughs> quizzes that work um, where um, one, you'll be able to figure out exactly what order and sub order you would be in. And it's just, it's exciting. We've got a couple other fun ones, like um, what saint you would like most likely pray to. And just, we're coming up with a lot of fun little quizzes. So please um, check out. Those will be there. And um, yeah, we're just having a lot of fun. And we love that you're a part of it. So thank you. And stay stay tuned in. And if you have any more questions, send them on in. We would love to like answer them. And We've um we've got so much ahead. We really do. We've got some really fun little projects. Um, we're gonna. I almost want to bring up Ism Rude, but he hasn't made it here yet. No. But we're gonna. <laughs> we've got some fun stuff ahead of us. So, anyways, awesome. thank you so much. Oh, do you, last question. Do you have a Grisha verse name? Um, I hadn't really thought of it. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. I um because I that was my geeky part was coming up with my name and. Pretty much, I wanted to keep Eric, so I just spelled the, I just meet, respelled it. So mine's E R Y K, and then Ethereal-Kai. and um, anyways, that's what I love. And yeah, it's fun to think about. You don't have to answer if you can. It's I'll come up with one eventually. Yeah, and then let us know, <laughs> please do message us and let us know what you thought of. So, All right. and Thank if you me. think of any Fjord and Mary kills or anything fun like that or anything, stay in touch. We're here, girl. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you. you so much thank for joining you. us. It's been a pleasure. And um, we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Have a good rest of the show. Thank Thanks. you so much. Bye. Bye. That was so awesome. Oh, so fun. I love, 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 love <laughs> our fans. It, we like guests. Well, it's it's just, it's so cool. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying from like a, if I think back on where this started and 
there's a table out there where Chris is in the other room and it was it's his old grandmother's like kitchen table. It's this white table, really rickety and small, and it was sitting right here. Mm-hmm. And Chris had a little desk over there. And we started our first episode knowing nothing. The sound was crazy. And, like, it just, whew. And here we are. And we've got fans and people that, like, love and enjoy what we were doing. And that is what means the most to me. Because it's just, one, it's great to spend time with you. And it's great that people enjoy what we're doing. I mean, this is, it's our world. Mm -hmm. So I love it. So, anyways. Well, that was awesome. So, if um anyways yeah anybody can be a guest on our show you got questions <laughs> Tell we us. got answers we got answers yeah we'll talk about anything lord you don't even have questions about the show Mm-mm. bring it on mm-hmm. so but do keep watching we do have a lot of upcoming stuff and i think you guys will really like it so um we got to keep it on the dl but um yeah we're coming up with more videos for Grisha Cast after, and we might even do a little sample. Um, our last one that we did, which is really fun, is um, teaching Ravkin. And um, yeah, we're going to put out a little teaser and taster for that. So um, anyways, well, I guess <laughs> we really don't have enough time to talk about what's going on. We might as well just get started with the show, right, girl? <laughs> sure. I mean, real quickly, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Okay, girl. You, I'm, got- I'm, I'm good. Very busy. Yes. Uh, like always. But yes. um got it all together but yeah um hanging in there done yeah hey and our kids are eating spaghetti inside so (laughs) they're having a spaghetti party inside you know what'd be amazing is if we walk in there afterwards and they're like out cold yeah right i know wishful thinking girl they're too old for that come on you want to be a corporal kai go put them sleep (laughs) oh my gosh i wish yeah i know that oh if i could do that every night around nine o'clock i would be golden Okay, yeah, so we're definitely like 20 <laughs> minutes in the episode and Woo! haven't even started. Um, so, episode three, The Making at the Heart of the World, mm-hmm. which is um, a good episode. I liked it. Uh, we start out pretty much with um, Alina's dreaming about the stag. But the crazy, crazy, yes, the crazy an- antlers. Yes, antlers that make a circle. Never seen that in life, but that must mean why he's so, so magical. So many points. yeah. But I love that we get introduced to Jenya. Yes. God bless Jenya. She is amazing. I yes. love her. I love the character. Always loved her. And her first line, Saints, have you ever bathed? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so mean, girls. Um, I don't think they explain why she's wearing what she's wearing either. Not yet. She is wearing a kefta. Right, but they did. But it's white. Yes. But they don't talk about why at that point no they don't um but um we learn about that a little later on Mm -hmm. i mean we know i mean she's got this unfortunate background but then there's that washing scene and it's um because she's getting her ready to go meet the king right she doesn't know that at first at first she wakes up and these people are just like dragging her into bed we got jenya who's like you look like Mm-hmm. And we gotta like do something to you, and yeah. she's like, "What the? Uh huh." People are taking off her clothes in an hour, shoving her in a like <laughs> in a. It's a nice bathtub, by the way. I thought that yeah. was kind of cute. I like the shape. Yes. Um, uh, anyways, and they're scrubbing her down, and then mm-hmm. I love that they think they're being so sly and so sneaky by talking in Ravkin and saying like she smell like a house, and she's like, "Yeah, 
I do. Uh-huh. Because I've been like on a horse for like 200 miles and I've almost gotten killed twice now. Yes. So you can calm your little butt down. Anyways, we get to meet Jenny and see how her, like it's the first Taylor we meet. We get to learn that like Taylors are as rare as she is. Um, yeah, she, she says, said almost as rare as you are. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I love seeing that she like grabs this um, necklace of onyx, I think, and she like puts it to her hair, and then all of a sudden, Alina's hair like changes to like has this bluer shade. It's well, it's it's yeah, it's like more shiny and healthy Blows. looking. But like, do you remember? Like, we actually talked about it. Where, like, she, I think Jinya, like, put strands of gold in her hair. So that was, like, parts of the book yeah. and things like that. And I don't even know if that was for this scene. I don't either. But I know what you're talking but about. But I'm like, I wanted to see gold hair. I think that was for, <laughs> I think that was her getting rid. I might be wrong, but the winter fate. Yeah. I, I think that's I what think it was it for. Was, yes. But, like. <laughs> Instead. But. Like, when she did it, I was like, I want to see gold hair. Yeah. Okay, so after that scene, we go into West Ravka, where we're in Novokrabirsk, and the crows are with the conductor, and expressing that Nina will help them. This is where we first hear about yes. Nina. So They're trying to figure out how to get in the little palace, and yeah, the conductor con- says... conductor is saying that he's got an inside heart render that can get them into the little palace. Which then goes to this frame where we get to see Nina and it's, she's just like in slow mo. I love that she's just like, <laughs> yes. So I didn't catch counter. this in the beginning for some reason. The first time I went through, I think because I was just so excited about Nina, uh-huh. I didn't catch this. But when she's talking to like the innkeeper, she's like, "A man calling himself the conductor will be arriving shortly. Please show him to my room." Right. So, like, they are on their way to meet her. Like, I didn't catch that for some reason the first go-around. Uh, yeah. But they're on their way to meet Nina, um, which would have been so cool. Um, but then the Fjordans come in, attack instead. And they're supposed to be Druskella, right? Well, they are Druskella. We but know like, that. they don't look like... They're um, not in... <laughs> I think of Druskella as people in uniforms and things like that. And these look like mountain men. Yes. They're supposed to be like military style men. Yeah. But like they come in with like raggedy fur and like whatever else. Like Some guy's wearing an entire bear skin. I don't even think they're really supposed to have beards, are they? Like from what I remember, they're supposed to like be blonde hair, clean shaven. And so I'm like, I was so, Really? That's what we're doing with that? Yeah, it kind of made me disgusted because of the game Feared and Mary Kill. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's not fear it in those Feared and... Thank God I um then get to see, you know. <laughs> we'll get on to that. Yeah. Um, and it re... So anyway, by the time the crows get there... Yeah. She's they, gone. She's gone, and they see that little emblem, which is like obviously the yeah. Druskela, the wolf, and they know that she's been taken. So that then kind of like... The conductor's like, hey... This ain't gonna work. Yeah, it's time to peace out, y'all, because we don't have our way in. But Cass, Cass is like, nope. Of course. Mm-mm. You're gonna go get this. You're gonna get, th- well, like, I mean, he somehow convinces them because he's like, one million Kruger. We can, how much can we do with that? And I guess it kind of gets the conductor thinking, like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Because Cass is like, we get across that fold. If you can get me across that fold, we will, we will get this done. Yeah. So, and the conductor asks for 20 pounds of coal. Yeah. Jurda. 
and and a goat a goat okay so while they are like divvying out the tasks the chores Mm -hmm. why in the world would kaz give jesper the money I thought the same thing. I'm like, he knows his history. Why wouldn't he tell him to everybody. go get the Jurda? Because that's what he knows. He knows Jurda. Why would you give him the money? That I know. I I know. It makes no sense at all. I mean, we have to have it for like the plot, but like still, ugh. like I mean, be smart. This man Kaz is, is a too gambler. smart for that. <laughs> yes, and Jesper cannot be like temptation is like. Uh huh. And then, of course, he walks by like, anybody feeling lucky? <laughs> well, there we go, seeing him walk on off. Yep. So he gets sidetracked and goes into a game. So that brings us back to the little palace. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that stupid veil. It, I call it lamp. <laughs> I'm not even calling it, it a veil anymore. Like a we now get to see Alina in the most, um, I don't know what edition of Vogue this would be. It would not be September. Um, are it's the what not to wear, or it's know. just yeah, trying to match the interior of your house. It's not cute. No, I mean, and I know she doesn't like it, and they're saying like it's okay. Like they they kind of explain it. They say like no one can see her face, and then she's like, well, this is ugly. Can I put on a kefta? And she, they're like, no, because the king is expecting to see a noble one from his country. So like, I mean, she's not given the like opportunity, but right. Seriously, I think the cap they could have taken off and put the veil. I feel like that would have even looked better. I think the fact that she's got a cap and then the veil makes it look so weird. Right, it's like a box on her head with the thing. Oh, Lord. But I as mean, we are... But that's okay. That's the one thing I complained about when I first saw <laughs> yeah, it. I was when, like, yeah. I love the whole series, but the one thing I hate is this damn lampshade <laughs> that, that Alina is wearing. So, so as we're walking there... We, oh yes, we run into but, Kerrigan. Yeah, um, and yeah, we do. So before we get to the king, yeah, as so he's we walking. So that's our first. We've got our first video. Yep. So let's cue up that first video. How was your rest? Restless. Despite Jenny's magic, I didn't magic science or other. Small signs. We do not conjure from nothing. We manipulate that which already exists in us. You make it sound so easy. The bird makes flight look easy. But it was born to do so. When it's ready. So, be ready. You're asking me to do something I didn't even know I could do three days ago. Do you believe I brought you here to make a fool of you? To make a fool of both of us? Whale. Just keep your focus on me, and you'll be fine. Once he sees what you can do, we have his blessing. You'll remain here to train. His blessing? I thought you ruled the Grisha. I may lead the second army, but the king is still the king. Is it officially over now? Because I... You can talk now. I'm so sorry, guys. Whatever. I just was like... I heard a pause. I was pouring tea. And I was like, well... Whatever. Anyways. Okay, so that was a good scene because I loved him breaking it down a little bit. Uh-huh. You know... Talking more about It's not about magic. The it's a science. It's manipulating things that are already there. You know, it just... I love that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
so um they're going to see the king and um and a bunch of other people are there yep and they walk into a hall and they get to meet all of the royal lantsovs it's not really said there but we know that so that's kind of neat because we kind of like can tell like Vasily in the corner. We know who he is. Yes. I played that scene back several times yeah. and kept my eyes on Vasily. Whoever like is playing that character got it right because yes. he literally stands back there staring at his nails. He's just like lounging around like he doesn't care at all. And for that small little snippet to be included and in everything was just it was perfect I, again i didn't notice Agreed. that the first time yeah but then when i watched it back a few times because now that now that i'm re repeating it several times I'm, right. I'm looking at different things in the background that i wouldn't have paid attention to before and like the small little details like vasili just not given a rat's butt is just like perfect i know i i i agree and especially like he has no lines no he literally has no lines, but to put that tell. much dedication uh -huh. into a role, like seriously, like when you have a when you have a part where you're in one scene or two scenes yeah. and all you are is background. Uh huh. I don't read a book and read all the stuff. I'm just there. But this actor, yeah, kudos. You're gonna bring it on season two. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We'll get to meet more of that, and that's that's incredible. So. They do the whole show thing. Yep. We get to see, like, Alina's got light. Mm -hmm. But after that, this is our next clip. We get to see Lee. <laughs> so, scene two. Video two. Welcome home, Miss Tarkov. So, Alina is walking back, and here comes Lee. Giving her character a hug. Oh. You truly are one of a kind. The entire country is going to be talking about you. Love it. Down to the T, I love the fact that, like, one, it was amazing to see Lee. Uh -huh. That was awesome. First person to hug her. Gives her a good hug. We get to see Alina. Yeah. I mean, we get to see Lee so happy uh -huh. and just, like, amazed. I love watching all the videos she posted of, yes. like, meeting her characters in costume. That was it Makes so me cry every time. But Zoya giving that line... Oh my god, amazing. I know it's rude and mean, but uh, like in the that, book it's she, she does, does say that in the book. She says you stink of Karemzin. Yes. But she does she do that. Say, she does do that and yep. it throws her off and it's just kind of like I know that Zoya doesn't have a big part in this season, but she in the show at least, she mm -hmm. grows and I really am excited to see that because you know obviously that's like my girl. <laughs> yes, that's my that favorite your, that's favorite girl. character. Mm -hmm. Um so um anyways, it's just kind of really cool. I love that she's just got that snarky attitude and it's just like, mm, I'm going to smile girl and I'm <laughs> going to give you a hug and you smell of whatever that is. <laughs> okay, so real quick, back to Noble Cabrera's. Yeah, we go back to Kaz who is walking around with a goat under his arm, which, which is, is kind of so funny. Cute. It's cute. It's adorable. It's not in his personality at all. And there's all these signs behind him while he's walking that are in Ravkin. And, and Eric and I both, I guess, tried to like go through 
Um, it does say Rafka, like the the top part. Yeah. It does translate to say Rafka, but, but underneath, it's like M Karos or I'm Karos. I am K A R O S. It's Rafkin, so we have no idea what that means, but. Which I'm um, a little upset, like, because I sat there, like, I was, like, go- I was freeze-framing different parts, like, I think we're about to get to it, like, there's a scene, yeah, it literally is the next part, where Kaz and Nez are at the wall, and yeah. I'm guessing it's a memorial wall of people that have not made it back from the fold, and Inej is looking to see if her family's there, and, like, I, what you could see was the very top of that, um, the memorial has words written. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. I can use my little thing and I can check nope. it out. Some letters aren't even on there. No, there's like so, a there's a very Greek letter that looks like a Y, but the line is in the middle of it. That is not on um, the sheet at all. So, um, but at this point, there are people talking about the true Rafka. There's a guy in uniform that's like getting everyone riled up. Um, and then Inej looking at this wall, talking about how her little Sancta Elisabetta oh, embroidery yeah. is the only thing she has of her family. And Kaz, at this point, tells her that hope is dangerous because it clouds your judgment. Could he be talking about her? I know. To, from himself. He, Which, it's probably a speech to himself. <laughs> it is. I mean, everything is from what he's learned. And he... um. Yeah, it, it it is. He's Kaz is really brilliant in that way. He just he's he's kind of got those you know horses have those like blinders on mm-hmm. where they just see they put that so they can't get distracted. I feel like Kaz has that because mm-hmm. he is just he knows what he wants. Um, he he's got things. He yeah. Becca Rollins is at mm-hmm. the end of that thing and anything like he's just he's learned. Yes, and. Which is another thing that I'm excited to see when they do do the Six of Crows, like story in the show. I can't wait. I know it's going to be graphic. I hope it is. I hope it gives that truth of that like darkness, so we can, so the viewers can see Kaz. Yeah, we want it to be horrific and it's graphic and yeah. I, it's it's hard to see, but life is hard to see. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I mean that'll be several. Me and overalls is hard to see for some people, but I love them. I love the pockets. I think they're kind of cute too. Um, anyways, so, anyways, we're um, so so we go to a ship at sea at this point. Yes, with Nina being dragged down, and we get our first look at mm. Matthias. <laughs> um, she's uh, she's instigating. She's fighting back. She's. Uh, they say that they're taking. Her to face trial. At this point, the character, not the character, the actress, gives me Kate Winslet vibes. Like, I know she's on a ship and it's kind of like Titanic and she's wet. But, like, just the way that she looks, like her facial features and kind of the way that she says things, it gives me very Kate Winslet vibes. I got that several times through the the thing. Um, But Matthias tells her that she is not a woman. She's a Grisha. Don't talk to him ever again. And he pieces out. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Can anybody know what movie that's from? If anybody can tell me what movie that is from and what actress that is, message it um, to us um, either in any of our social medias. You will be a guest on the show. Just letting you know. Do your history. Hello, gorgeous. 
Do you know? I think I, so. Okay, I know. So, you know. Come on. So um, <laughs> we go back to the crows. Sorry, because that was my note. Um, when Matthias comes in, I just wrote "Hello, gorgeous," because I was just so excited. Oh yeah, because that's and oh my god, that video that man. came out this week of him dancing. Uh huh. Oh, I love Matthias. Did you? I it love was the him. one that I tagged you in. Yeah, of him dancing. <laughs> I was, I was Is scroll- that a toothbrush? Yes. Okay, it just I was scrolling like- through and I was like, must tag Eric. Um, yes, Eric needed to see that, and Lee actually just um used it today, so. It's really cool, but um, he's not my gig. But I know, but that's why you save him for me. Yes, it's more for you. Dumb blonde ones, <laughs> come my way. I love, love you, you, Christopher. Chris. <laughs> All right, so, so we go back to the crows. They yes. are going out to this contraption. There's mm-hmm. a sign for landmines that I again tried to translate. Same here. But it's like O M O T E O something P O K I. Doesn't say anything in English. There are even letters in there that are not on the alphabet. It's like a two or a four or a whole other letter. Who knows? I know. I was trying to like, I was almost wondering like the Lives of Saints one. Like, I don't see all of these on there either. But it's, it's not, it doesn't translate to the Lives of Saints. It translates to. That's supposed to? No. It translates to something else. I can't remember what it is. What? But it, it doesn't say Lives of Saints. It's like. Sancta Storia or something like that. I can't remember the... Oh, well, you're saying, like, it says it in Ravkin. So it doesn't, like... Right, yes. Yeah, it doesn't say... Like, okay, I got, 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 got. I got, uh, got, got, got. So, so Jesper is missing at this point. Um, and he, <laughs> that was a... That uh, was really... Gurgly. Gu- <laughs> rude. Um, so, <laughs> so here comes Jesper, but there's a bunch of people running after him and, like, shooting at him. Um, and apparently he had gambled the money away. Shocker. What a surprise. What? How and did had, you do that? And he had to steal the coal. Um, but he's four pounds short. Which and he doesn't seem to care. He's like, it's only 16. Well, because he, he has no idea. Like, the con- he doesn't know the conductor's right. plan. And they all go into this little train contraption-y thing. And then we magically go back to the palace. <laughs> yeah, it's very steampunk. I do think it's cool because I remember seeing the previews. You and I both were like, uh-huh. what is that? Yeah, because it didn't match anything else that we had seen. Yeah, so when we go back to the little palace, Alina is in uh-huh. her kefta for the first time. And they don't explain. They don't. Again, we know, why she's in those colors. Well, we already know she's a summoner. Like, I mean, light, she's summoning light. It's kind of like the Darkling summons darkness. He's, a, he's part of the Ethereal Kai. If you could summon any kind of power, you uh-huh. are an Ethereal Kai. So the reason she has the gold, which hasn't been seen before, is because I'm guessing now they're like, okay, well, we've got the sun summoner. Right. We've never had one before. Yes. That's sun. In the book, she refuses to wear a kafta. She will not. She doesn't want to do it. She just she just despises doing it. Yeah. And I think um, the f- one of the first times she does, the Darkling is trying to get her to wear a black one. And then she says no and goes for the blue one instead. I think that's later on. It is later on because in the book, because in the beginning, was, okay, she doesn't want to wear a kafta at all in the book. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, but we get to meet Nadia and Marie, right? Exactly, which was really quick, and they take her to training. Bodkin! yeah, which is really awesome. We, um, I wish she spoke more. I think he's he plays going, a bigger character. He does, and I think he's going to have a bigger character in the upcoming seasons if we get one, which we're praying we do. Um, 
yeah, the combat training is kind of cool. It wasn't what I expected. It's different from in the book. And in um, the show, she like Alina chooses Zoya for a fight. In the book, Botkin asks Zoya to help Alina. Right. And but uh, Alina just points to Zoya <laughs> like, yeah, well, you she, let's go. Well, she's got it out for her. That comment, you yeah. stink like Crimson or the show, an mm-hmm. orphanage. I mean, she's got it out for her. Oh, and then once she takes her down, she's like, your Otkazats, your friend or your tracker friend likes it when I put him on his back, too. And that's yeah, what and really that gets her. Is what, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So, so she. um. So Zoya uses her power, which yep. she has a lot of, which was actually kind of cool to see her like pissed off. And then like she did this like su- like she rolled her hands, getting it ready to like turn around and go. F- yeah. And Alina goes flying, flying, like knocks her out enough that she dreams about the stag. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she dreams about the stag. I mean, like forget about Mal. She's dreaming about like the stag, well, she which does. is interesting because we then. I don't know when it is, but we find out she's been dreaming about the stag a lot. I yes, guess so much that Mal this, even knew it. It's at this point because when she's like, I'm fine and goes back inside, that's when she writes another little letter to Mal. Wish you were here. Yeah. Um, but I think at that point she's like, I'm dreaming of the stag again. Yeah. So we hear, and, we know that she, that's a thing with her. Yeah. And she's, she's dreaming about the stag and thinks Mal would say, would say, oh, well, it's, it's, it's just a fable. Right. And but she comes into this realization like, okay, so Mal would call the stag the fable. Well, the sun summoner was a fable, too. Right. But yeah, I am the sun summoner. So it and kind now of, I've got this giant library to at my disposal. So where I'm do I go, go? So I'm going to go try to read about it. Exactly. It's time to go lead, read some Libras. <laughs> and that's where. Um, oh, okay. I got this. So. Sorry, no, we've got ahead. a video. So um, oh, yes. she gets to start looking through some vid- um, videos. Yes. <laughs> she gets to like, start looking <laughs> through some. To, she goes to Blockbuster and rents her. So before <laughs> she meets my favorite creepy apparat, she starts looking through the books. And I, th- I find this so entertaining. The first book she actually picks up is The Language of Thorns. Like it's an actual copy of The Language of Thorns. It's in Ravkin. Yes. Um, but that's really, really, really neat. But it's like. <laughs> it's like that weird letter i g a o n e g o c k e because that's how you say language of thorns. so um and then yeah. we've got the apparatus. we do so this is where video three and this is going to kind of this is their this is the introduction and it's got a lot of information in it and it's very important so video three we need to watch right oh, that now beautiful beam footage. I'm the king's spiritual advisor i want us to be friends it is important that we are friends i was just researching oh you are curious about the law of the stag are you let me curate some reading for you (laughs) (laughs) who says that (laughs) yeah it all began with this man one of the first creature in recorded history the bonesmith. He knew the Grisha would always be persecuted, and so he worked on a plan to magnify their power. I'm, I'm sorry, did you say he was called the bonesmith? He made creatures from his own finger bones. 
mystical annals brimming with power attuned only to Grisham. They learned killing one of these beasts and then melding a piece of it into their body would amplify their abilities. Sometimes the game was mine. But with the right binding, the increase in power was astonishing. They slaughter the animal to take this power. Only the Grisha who takes that life can take that creature's power. A gift to mark our new friendship. The lives of the saints. Bagra awaits. Bagra? Okay. Historia Sancta, that's what it is. Historia Sancta. Historia Sancta. I got it. Yes. So a lot of went on, went on in that thing. One thing that I found interesting, <clears throat> if you watched all of it, and the difference is talking about the amplifiers, how they say if you get a bone, it has to be melded into your body. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Very different. Yes. From the story where it's like, we could just make a bracelet. He makes or, some jewelry. Right. Or a tiara yes. or like a like little whatever. This has, the bones now have to be melded into your body, which uh-huh. we saw one clip of so far with Zoya. And that wasn't completely clear. Yeah. You didn't know anything about it that. It still could be a bracelet. I doubt point. any of you haven't seen all of this, but if there's one person that hasn't, you just wait. Yeah. It's gross. Oh my god! Yeah, um, but it's, we also in that scene we also get the first look of her like kind of debating whether like like she could use that like because she looks at her hands because she can't I do think, it so it kind of has that like I need one of those. <laughs> well, exactly. She get she starts thinking about amplifiers yes. and um, real quickly just for us um, geeks out there, the second book uh, she looks at uh, or the book that he pulls out is Understanding Infinity, Grisha Theory and Practice by Irina and and Anton Antal uh-huh. Okay, let's start over. Anatolia Tur- Turgenev. <laughs> Lord, that was rough. Excuse um, you. Yeah. So and then the third book. Just letting you know. This was the Lives of Saints, which was um it should also say a gift from the apparat, but Lee's love letter to me. <laughs> yes, you heard it here. Lee's love letter to Eric. <laughs> right here. I heard it. I got it on tape. Whew. Can't wait for her to come back into town and sign that because I'm going to have her please like say your love letter, Eric. Um, yeah, she said that to me about passed out. I haven't made it a ringtone yet, but I'm going to. Um, anyways. Love that part. So, so, yeah. the, so the operat takes her to Bagra's hut. Yes. And that's actually going to bring us to our next clip because I'm sorry. I love Bagra. This <laughs> yes, is a do. great, great clip. Um, and by the way, um, producer out there, we're almost done. So um, with the clip, with the clip. So we're going to do video four now. You were late. A fine summoner who wastes her time training with Bodkin. Are you going to punch your way through the shadow fold? Where's the rest of you? Are you mute, girl? No. That's something, I suppose. 
Where are your parents? Dead, I assume. Where did you grow up? Karimzin. You slipped through the cracks and stayed where you didn't belong. Where do you belong? With my friends. In the army. Drawing a little home for yourself in sketchbooks. You don't belong here. I'm told that I do. You have to be told a thing to believe it. Not always. Then what are you? The sun summoner. Then can you summon the sun without the general clutching your wrist? His blood and bones amplify other Grisha. Did you know that? Human amplifiers don't exist. You are an expert on such things. Can you summon the power on your own? I can't. What about now? Everyone believes that you are the one. Come back when you believe it too. Snap, Steva. Walk away, honey. That is the teacher of the year. Amazing. I just love the actress. I love the character. That is how I envisioned her when I was reading this for the very first time back in 2012. Yes. <laughs> so amazing job. I just, I loved it. She was really just like to the point, like, come on. And she also like obviously knew I got to get this out of her. Um, And a little bit, I think, not really believing she could do it. I really think she's just, she's seen so much. I think that she's used to people honing in their powers and using it. I don't think she's really met many people that were scared of their I, power the way Alina is. I think it's explained in the book better that Bagra has her own ways and that's her way. Yeah. Is that she just, she's trying to stress you out to get you to work. And she knows that like pain can yeah. be a thing. I mean, she, she goes way back. I mean, she's, she birthed. She birthed our villain. So, I mean, we know that. I mean, it's just, I think it's kind of cool. Um, so, this stresses Alina out so much that she has to go write another letter to Mal. Oh, I, yeah. And then, well, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, and then back, back to, to the, the crows. Fall with the crows. Yes. Um, we learned the tracks aren't complete and there is a gap. And that's why they needed so much coal to push through that gap to get to the other tracks on the other side horrifying yes hello. like come on seriously like i mean that is a pretty big part of this like i mean you know by the way on your flight um we're just gonna be i don't know it, it's as if they said like on our way to houston we're gonna have about 10 minutes where we're gonna be like we're gonna ha we're just gonna have to turn off the engines and go straight down towards the ground and then after five minutes we'll be able to get back up yeah. I don't know. I was just, that's horrifying. Well, it's everything. It's just like a train. Like, imagine like you're going on a train and then. Who like, built this train track? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming up, we're going to have to go super fast because there's no track. And hopefully we're just going to make a straight line and join up with the track later on. You know what? They need the girl from the beginning who like, she's, um, you know, <laughs> um, our stewardess for the skiff. Oh, in the very yeah. beginning. The really okay, beautiful kids, woman. We like it dark. It's going to be dark. So yeah. here's how we do We need She was her. super pretty, too, so she could come back anytime. Uh, but um, she died. She got dragged. I know. But, um, but, of course, like, the one, like, woman in the beginning that I was like, okay. Of course, she dies. It's um, okay. I know. It's so, rough. <laughs> I know. Um, so, of course, the Volker attack. Yeah, the Volker attack. And, I mean, it's not a surprise. 
Like, this um, is a pretty quick scene because they, we go to the is. crows, the tracks aren't complete, the Volcra attack, boom, palace. And um, so this palace scene, um, I just, I love this character. This was, I think it was a part of the book, but I don't think we got to meet this character much. So um, this is going to be time, this is back at the pa- palace, they're sitting down for dinner, uh, Alina is with her friends, so this is video five. And you have an odd gazazia taster. They're normally reserved for the royal family. Delicious. You'll be happy with the meal if, you know, I survive. <laughs> I think it's safe. <laughs> is this some kind of punishment for you? This is a plum cake. I was so happy when the last taster died. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Love it. I'm sorry. That I, is my favorite character. Like, I, that's so me. Like, <laughs> not that I would do that, but like, I mean, he just gets comfortable and he's like, oh, what a plum gig. Let me just have to just eat a little bit more. And like, even though it could be poison. I love it. He was so cute. And so excited, like what mm-hmm. a great gig! Yeah, I loved it when the when the last girl died. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing, like, I mean, the taster was awkward enough. I know, but then we like Ivan stands up because he's got some news from Fjorda. Yeah, and they, they all go these through and they died. talk about like how many people died from each place. A lot of people died, including then, some of their own. And how rude! And he like like it it riles him up because. He can't control his feelings because he's a mean heart render. So he points at Alina and well, takes it out on Alina. Um, he's like, why are you here eating your delicious, awkward food? Why aren't you training 24-7 to destroy the fold? Okay, peeps, calm down. Alina just got here. She almost got killed twice on her way here. Um, and you know what? She deserves some food. She's got to <laughs> eat. You think she's going to summon light with no food in her belly? It don't work that way. So, I mean, Mr. Man needs to calm down. I mean, I understand. Yeah, it sucks. But there are a lot of things. You summon light then if you're so excited about it. Mm -hmm. He's not a scholar. I know. But I'm saying if he's going to try to rush her, (laughs) don't come for my Alina. She's trying so hard. And so then we jump back to the fold. Yes. Everybody thinks they're about to die. They've been attacked by Volcra. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of cool because Jesper pretty much saves the day. He um, decides to get out his shotguns and he's just going to shoot shotgun. these things. Well, because <laughs> they say that. Yeah, I guess it's not a shotgun. It's, it's a pistol. Yeah. A shotgun would like throw you back. Um, I don't know, girl. I don't. A gun, a bullet. Ugh. I've never some I've, kind of boom boom yeah pew, pew. things I would never touch um <laughs> yeah um, um, and for those of us that know the story later on it's it's interesting for us to see that he's just standing up with his eyes closed just pow oh, pow yeah. and hits the mark every time kind of like magic he's cool but all with a goat in his hand too yes by the way but they all are pretty my favorite much, quote is at this point. Oh, 
And they're like about to say, like, they're pretty much saying, like, we're going to die because the Volker are attacking yes. and they're not going to. They like, don't have enough coal. With that happening, that's not going to make them have enough speed to be able to get through it. And the weight, extra weight on the thing. Yep. Yes. All right. So all of a sudden we we see that, like, I mean, he starts attacking. And then this four second clip, which is after he does the last shot. And we were like, okay, the Volker are gone. Please play video six. That's it. <laughs> I love that goat. So Milo. My favorite quote in probably the whole freaking series. And I'm so sorry. Is, I didn't um, put it in. <laughs> is where the conductor is like, Jesper, grab the goat. And Jesper's like, uh-uh, I'm not going to sacrifice this goat. And the conductor is like, hug the goat and shut the hell up. <laughs> Aww. I love that so much. Well, I get it. It makes sense. It's just, it's cute. Hug the goat and shut the hell up. I'm going to embroider that and put it on my wall. And see, I am obsessed with this goat because also, I don't know if you all know, but I mean, I really like, so one, I'm trying to learn <laughs> Lenormand and be like, you know, your next fortune teller. Well, I Instagram a picture of like a little baby goat. And that was um, on Grishcast, April 15th. And I'm just obsessed with goats. Like anybody that so, knows me has I'm seen just all my saying, goat postings. Like I posted it because it was cute. And then look, here we are in the future. And we're all in love with this goat. <laughs> so they magically get out of the the fold and there's light. Yeah. And then we go back to Alina. She's writing another blah, letter to blah, Mal. Blah. Shots yeah. of the hand holding once again. Yeah. Her doubting herself. You've always been my true north. Gag the end. Yep. Well, glad I love the north. <laughs> I like it because it's cold. You've been my true north. But anyways, that was a good video. Um, I like the episode. I um, it is kind of getting exciting since we've watched it so many times. And like, I think seriously, the first two times I watched it all, like you can't get it all. But now, like, it's just I don't know. It's watching on, it on repeat. Yeah, it's it's so cool. And come on, Milo's amazing. So, okay. Well, um, we do have a new little segment. You know, we, we're starting to change some things. So this is going to be kind of new for y'all. But still, it is that very special time for... <laughs> Grisha Cast News! <laughs> yeah? Yeah! You hear me? Yes. Okay. I didn't know whether you guys liked that or not, so I just kind of threw it back in there. You please tell me, stop saying it. It's annoying me. You're screaming in my ears. Or say, yeah, we love how excited you are. Anyways, <laughs> it's your podcast. We're doing it for you. I mean, and for us. But <laughs> anyways, we're going to take it directly to the wonderful Grisha in the field, filling us in, Alex. Hi, Hi, Alex. How are Hi. you? First off. I'm fantastic. Are you? Have you been really busy and crazy? I, it has been crazy on my end, yeah. Well, I am I hope you get to have some time to calm down and cool it. So, nice shirt. Look at that. Oh. Oh, my it's God. It's from, from the cellar right now. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Well, real quickly, just so you guys don't think I'm wearing a Make America Great Again, it's actually... Make America gay again. 
Yeah, I'm taking off my clothes for y'all. <laughs> okay, back to Grishcast news. Alex, hit it. All right, I'm going to start off where we ended last week with the upsetting news. Lee did make a statement. It was not official. It was on Instagram Live, and it was not saved. Uh, I believe it's because her lawyers and others have told her not to save those. Wow. Um, Netflix was saying, don't make a statement. But legally, she's going to because she's going to stand up for what's right. I love that about her. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But like, I luckily, so you're saying it did get saved. Nobody that didn't see it didn't get to see it. Wow. I there are. Say that one more time. There are screen recordings of it. Okay. Of the entire thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I luckily had my break and all of a sudden saw that Lee was live. And we were just talking last week how, like, someone has to say something. And then hearing what Lee has to say, it could have been done better. I'm sorry. That's exactly what we needed. That's what I needed. Because I knew, one, Lee had nothing to do with it. But... We needed to hear something. It couldn't be ignored. And Lee covered it so well. And you could tell it was from her heart. So, yeah. Anyways, continue, baby. Absolutely. Um, other than that, we just had a bunch of really cool posts from the Shadow and Bone Instagram and Facebook and all their socials. We had a Shadow and Bone being read by the cast, which was actually a little surprise that the people in the meet and greet got to see when they switched casts. That's a lot of fun. We also got Danielle and Callahan, who play Nina and Matthias, having a Q&A with each other. Mm. Peak Hellenic energy. I loved it. The entire <laughs> thing horrible. And last but not least, we had Crow Club Chic posted on their socials, where all the crows were talking about their fashion in the show. It was really cute. And Jasper just stole the show. Of course. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of seemed like things are like slowing down a little bit, but that's a good thing. Like, I mean, it, yeah. I was nervous that like, I was really nervous that things weren't going to get said about this brown face situation and that it would just get worse and worse because Terry and I said last episode, it can't get, it can't be swept under the rug. It, it no. can't like, I mean, I, I, I just loved hearing Lee. You, I don't know if you listened to it, but it's just, it really, like, I loved hearing what she had to say. She was honest. She even said, if you can't support the show and me, I get it and I understand. Like, how genuine and how, like, understanding that is awesome. And she said she's promising that she will, like, she's been talking with Eric, still figuring out what's going on, and... um by the way, those trolls out there that are, like, getting on to her about, like, I'm sorry, but negativity, if you if you don't got something nice to say, don't say it at all, is what I think. But anyways, I just saw some really negative stuff um, going across the feed when she was sharing that, and that was not easy, especially when you heard her say, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like, everybody oh. in my group said not to do it. Yeah, I reiterate that that was not an official statement from netflix or shadow and bone that is lee sharing her personal feelings on the topic and that's why we all love her so much because she stands up for what's right she's not going to mess around so it's awesome 
before you go real quickly, how's that Kefta coming along that I know you had somebody making for you? Um, I sent in all of the pictures and everything, and I'm just waiting for them to actually make it. They said that they're going to start in July. Oh, that's so exciting. I've got a lady that was going to work with me for a little bit. Um, and now since the show's out, I've got some more like details, obviously, because the one I was going to have her create for me was really like out of nowhere. I've got to figure out what you got to help me. We got to figure out what the belt is or how to make that oh. belt. Cause that's gotta like, we got to do something. But um, <laughs> anyways, thank you so much, Alex. It's been awesome. And um, yeah, we'll, um, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yes. Um, I, I'm just so happy that Lee said something. Uh-huh. Okay. So, moving on. We are obviously going to be covering the next episode. We are also on Fable, mm-hmm. which is a new app. It's a book club. It's We are doing a free spot, um, but they've got some really cool stuff coming up. If you want to read a book and you'd like to kind of be part of a book club, this is a great way to do it. We are the moderators for Shadow and Bone, and it looks like we're going to be kind of taking you all, like, if they ask us again, to take you guys through it. Right now, they we're going to try to give them some new content, um, but... It's going to be kind of interesting. And also, I, I'm i going to totally mess up this name. Will you look at this? That is an Instagram name. And I feel bad. Oh. This person, Instagram message, and I just want to do a shout out to them. And thank you so much. Their name is Shlomp. I, I, it's spelled S-C-H-L-O-E-M-P. L. And please, please, please excuse me. I just, I wish I knew how to say it. Um, but they, um, they message us on Instagram, and I just want to say it is a pleasure having you as a listener. Thank you so much for supporting us, and just the fact that you are hearing us and listening, and the excitement you have, we love you, and just. Thank you so much because this has been a roller coaster. If I'd I'd be really interested to see how many people have listened from the very beginning all the way to here because I'm sure many have. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, next week won't be a surprise. We're going to be covering the next episode. We will be putting out some new stuff. Um, learning Ravkin with Eric and Terry. We've already made one episode where we learned A, B, and C. Um, so we will be having DEF coming out soon. Um, and yeah, we're going to, we're going to add, we're going to post some of them so you guys can get a taste of it. Um, but we have a lot of new stuff coming, a lot of new guests, whole new website, um, which is going to look amazing with brand new quizzes that we've come up with that are things that the fandom's going to love. We've got a lot of new stuff coming and our logo is being redeveloped and we are so excited about it we're working on shops what we can sell um and yeah so and thank you we won't be here without any of you guys so thank you so much hang in there and you guys have a great week we'll see you guys next time all righty bye like we're at the end of the hour so my voice is a little husky it was 
No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon at GrishaCast. A very special thank you to the GrishaCast staff, Chris, Alex, Sid, and Amber. Love you all.